Hello and welcome to the Gospel According to Mark podcast. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to be going over the difference in doing things in your own strength versus relying on God's help. Hopefully after listening to this episode, you will be able to glean the difference in trying to attempt to do things in your own power versus relying on the help of Jesus Christ. Something that's been on my mind recently has been loss. Loss of opportunities and loss of people, loss of uh, valuables, material things. And when we lose things, when we lose people, human beings, it affects us so profoundly that we just we just fall to our knees and we really don't know where to go from here. And often we turn to worldly things to get an understanding of what it is that we're supposed to do next. But all that does is just kind of lead us astray and lead us away from what we're called to do. After praying and um, asking the Lord what it is that I need to um, say to answer this small little question that I was have having as I was preparing for this episode, um, I got that without Jesus Christ, we're unable to become the people that we were meant to be and fulfill our purpose. By turning to these worldly things to get an idea of what it is that we need to do with our lives, we just struggle and it's an endless struggle. It's really just a cycle of you going and you being good for like two or three days and then everything gets really depressing again. So if you're caught in that cycle or if you often turn to worldly vices to try to um, satiate what can only be satiated by um, God, just fall on your knees and ask for help, ask for guidance during these times so that you can become one with the Lord and identify what it is that he has you on this earth for so you don't have to struggle any longer. Struggle comes and goes, but it can be eternal if you don't ask for help from the Most High. Go ahead and open up your Bibles to Psalm chapter 33, and I'll begin reading from verse 12 and end at verse 22. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people chosen as his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and observes the children of Adam. From his dwelling place he surveys all who dwell on earth. The one who fashioned together their hearts is the one who knows all their works. A king is not saved by a great army, nor a warrior delivered by great strength. Useless is the horse for safety, despite its great strength. It cannot be saved. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear him, upon those who count on his mercy, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive through famine. Our soul waits for the Lord, he is our help and shield, for in him our hearts rejoice, in his holy name we trust. May your mercy, Lord, be upon us as we put our hope in you. Amen. So how strong are we? How strong is the human race? How strong are human beings in general? Uh, We conquer different places, we gather around to elect officials, We love and create families that create the children who will become the leaders and caretakers of tomorrow. 
And just looking at human beings from a glance, we're pretty spectacular people. Um, We're a spectacular race of many different individuals who are talented in so many different areas. And we have a lot of tenacity, a lot of courage, a lot of strength. But that strength alone isn't enough to serve us in times of desperate need. There are many different things that also plague human beings as well. Um, Mental illness, you know, depression, stress, anxiety, fear of rejection, of loneliness, anger, hostility. All of these things also plague us. And it's in those times that we need something more than the strength that we rely so heavily upon to get us through life and get us to the upper echelons of society. And that strength that we need in those times when our strength fails, and our strength fails very often, we just don't want to admit it, that strength is Jesus. There has never been a person or a thing or um, any type of secular activity that you can engage in that will take the place, take the root of Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is something, he's someone that that is there for you. Not only is he a friend, but he's also a teacher, a guide who can tell you what you need to do at the right time and what you need to stray away or abstain from when you're vulnerable or when you're weak when the enemy can attack you and you'll give in to the temptation that you're so desperately trying to flee from. Someone who cares about you, someone who actively has your best interest at heart more than any other man or woman could ever have. We always look at love as some type of fantasy when in reality the most, the greatest love that we could ever have is found in our relationship with God because God is love. When we look at society and when we look at our struggles, at our problems, all of these things are working against us to stray us away from God, to lead us to secular activities. We have to be able to understand what it is that society is trying to accomplish but not become victims of society. As we move forward and as we look at things from a biblical perspective and apply the teachings of the gospel and the teachings of all the prophets of the Old Testament and the saints of the New Testament to our lives so that we don't say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil and just say it to say it. We can apply it to our lives and through our actions, people will be able to see what it is that we're doing with our lives and people will question, what is this light that is on them? Why are they so happy all the time? Surely someone couldn't be content with their circumstances. After all, I'm trying to rob them of a promotion or after all, I'm trying to make their life like hell on earth. All of these things 
work together to affect not only ourselves, but also other people. As we spend more time with the Lord in communion with him, we become greater people and we become more like him. As we spend more time with him, as we grow and learn his teachings, learn what he went through in his time on this planet, the betrayal of his closest friends, put to death at the age of 33, just made a mockery, brand brandished, whipped, like almost enslaved, just... It's so much that he went through for us, but he did all of that to give us the opportunity of not having to go through what he went through on earth at the end of his life as a real eternity for us by giving us the opportunity to ask for forgiveness when we need it when we so desperately need it each and every single day as we all fall short of the grace of God. He's given us this opportunity, this small invitation to become his friend, um, to rely on him in our time of need. When you're struggling with the throes of life, when your mental illness is harboring you and is telling you that you're not enough or when your relationship is at its peak of toxicity ask yourself ask the person inside of you that loves you lord why is it that i can't escape this what is going on Can you help me identify what it is that I need to change in my life to be free? I can't do this anymore, Lord. There are many things that you can do. Fall on your knees, pause and reflect upon all that the Lord has done for you. And realize that you are not a victim of your circumstances. And that everything around you is just trying to work against you in order for you to fall, for you to get away from the thing that can be the solution to all the problems that you have presently. The Lord is just to forgive. The Lord is your rock and your salvation. There is nothing that you can't do without the Lord's help. The Lord enables you to go beyond the boundaries of your own strength and accomplish miraculous feats that no one else could possibly accomplish if they didn't know God. One of the biggest mistakes that you can make in your life, excuse me, the biggest mistake that you can make in your life is not answering that call, answering that ache that is in your heart that wants so much more, that is tired of all that society has thrown and is tired of the fake and false narrative of image being everything, that we are just supposed to use one another in any way that we see fit. That ache that wants more, that 
desires to be fed with the truth and not to be fed by all of the lies that the media tries to throw at us. All of these things, these material objects that, (laughs) material objects, that's funny, (laughs) but these materials that are thrown at us each and every single day to use money, to utilize our insecurities against us. Deal with your insecurities. Identify why you feel like you're inferior to your friend or your classmate or your coworker or your fellow churchgoer. Because you're more than enough. That person has their own struggles that you don't even know anything about. And while they might say that they're great at their job or top of their class or the most saintly canonized person, Jesus school of biblical institution theology person, um, I can guarantee you that there are things that happen behind the scenes that you'll never know of and that you don't need to know of because it's none of your business. But you can't compare yourself to other people. When we compare ourselves to other people, we don't utilize the uniqueness that the Lord has given to us. The Lord is actively ready to help us and is actively ready to get us out of any situation that we might find ourselves in. So we can't focus on things that don't even matter. Somebody has a nice car and you have a car. I mean, you dude, you have a car, right? If if you if that other person has a nicer car than you do, I mean, they just have a nicer car than you do. Uh, that that's what that is. It doesn't have to mean anything. Uh, you could be thankful that the Lord has blessed you with the opportunity to have a vehicle because many people don't have vehicles. And I know, like, I know I'm probably sounding a little heavy, but that that really is a blessing to have an, an automobile to just drive around in, to have gas to put in your car, to be able to have the cognitive, cognitive ability to drive around without harming anyone else or getting into a wreck and causing people um, pain and misfortune and loss. What a what a opportunity that we have in our at our hands at our feet to fall and ask for help every single day regardless of the situation that we find ourselves in. The Lord is always there to guide us in times of need when we feel like we're not enough when we compare ourselves to other people. Know that everything that you have is a gift from God and that all of these things are amazing and they can bring you joy. They can bring you new experiences that um, you would never experience unless you um, engaged in the things that you have. But these things aren't the center of your life. The center of your life should always be Jesus Christ because that is the person that provides for you. That is the person that is there to actively help you. And under no circumstances is Christ lower than or less than a thing. 
He is the center of your life. And if you would just open yourself to what the Lord is asking of you, I don't know, maybe you're called to help the atheist that um, is your fellow professor at your college that you work at. Or maybe it's to talk to the girl at school who sits at, um, at her lunch table all alone. Or maybe it's to call up an old friend um, that is struggling and send them a verse without conversing with them so you don't take the... I'm just kidding. <laughs> Relax. But it's so much more than trying to struggle aimlessly at these vicious sadistic disgusting things that society throws at us these in tools of enslavement that no one else knows about all of these things thrive in isolation and the first person that you should talk to is not your mom or your dad but is Christ Jesus after praying and asking for forgiveness or asking for guidance um you can have a better understanding of what it is that you need to do everything that has been made to work against you can be found in the word of god a solution to the problem that you have right now can be found in this word right here. There's nothing better than the ability to sit down, open up your Bible, and just smell the pages rich with the Spirit and just dive right in. Maybe you're not wanting to read the Bible. Maybe it seems intimidating, but you should just start at the Gospels. Start at Matthew and just start reading about our Lord. Learn about him. Learn learn about him as if you're learning about somebody that you're interested in, because he's very interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Jesus is uh, he a nice, he's a nice man, you know, he, he did all sorts of stuff while he was here. He lived a full life. Yes, he did live a full life. And there are many things that we can learn from him. There are many things that we can learn from his ministry, from the words that he spoke to the high leaders of society of his time, and also the lowest of the low, the lepers, the women suffering, excuse me, suffering, suffering from hemorrhages um, that all these people that just wanted, they wanted to be cured. They wanted a solution to their problems. And they found the solution to their problems in Jesus Christ. The lady fought her way through the crowd, having faith saying, if I am to just touch his cloak, I will be healed. And after she got her way to Jesus, she touched his cloak, and instantly she was healed. Be courageous. 
Be courageous when trying to read the word. Instead of spending your time engaging in secular activities, scrolling through social media, and looking aimlessly at YouTube videos about how to make a one-shot of getting something onto a train or some aimless video that will not help you in any way, instead of trying to numb the pain, why not get rid of the pain? Why not be free of the pain? Why not take that step of saying, you know what, Lord, I'm tired of trying it my way. It's about time we try it your way and getting right into your Bible and reading it. You want you want to be free so, so badly, and I, I know you want to be free. It only takes one time to sit down, read the word, and hear that one verse that is saying something like, Blessed is the one whose fault is removed, whose sin is forgiven. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord imputes no guilt, and whose spirit is no deceit. Psalms chapter 32, verses 1 through 2. To hear something of that nature and to be free. Find an anchor verse. Find something that through all of the daily amounts of passionate vitriol that is spewed in your direction. Find something that at the end of the day you can say, Lord, you strengthen me and you will never leave me nor forsake me. So I know that no matter what I go through and no matter how many times temptation comes my way, I can say no and I can grow in your light and your splendor because there's nothing that can separate me from your love. Lord, I'm thankful for the opportunity to read your word and learn more about you and more about myself, frankly. I thank you for the many things that you've blessed me with over the years to get me to this point. And I thank you for the opportunity to read your word and maybe someday give this word to someone else who needs it just like how I needed it when I read that first verse. That can happen. That is a reality. And time may seem like, oh, that's so far in the future, or, well, the temptation is just too hard, Mark. It's just way too hard right now. But you're not living in hindsight. You're not living in... 20 years in the future, you're living in this moment, sitting, driving, uh, laying on your couch, chilling. You're in this moment with your Bible right beside you, open to Psalm chapter 33. And you are living your life one day at a time. Every day is a choice. A choice to give in to the spirit or to let the flesh run amok in your body, in your soul, in your very livelihood. Now, with that being said, the spirit is willing, but the 
flesh is oh so powerful. It's up to you to make that decision to allow yourself to fall to the ploy of the devil or to allow Jesus Christ to be the greatest friend that you will ever meet on this earth to help you get through your struggles, through your problems, through all of the things that come against you each and every single day. We all have our problems and we all have our struggles, but we are not our struggles. We are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Christ. And he has a purpose for each and every single one of us. There's nothing that you've done that is more than what God has destined for you. There is absolutely no way that you can say that you're a victim of your circumstances because by reading the word, by filling yourself up with the spirit, with by listening to Christian podcasts, by listening to um, other people that are in the spirit, by talking and spreading the word of God, by yeah, like just by spreading the gospel to many different people, you're saying that despite my circumstances, despite my problems, I am able to move past whatever had me. The past can't hold me down at all. I've been set free and that there is nothing that can come between this love that I've fostered with the Lord this friendship, this relationship that I've built with him and that I will carry this love to every other person that I meet, whether that be a spouse, whether that be an angry coworker, whether that be a Karen, whether that be um, my children. All of these people will receive the same love that the Lord gave to me that day when I devoted myself to the Lord when I read that verse and I felt the power and the presence of the Lord within my very soul. And at that moment, I said, Lord, I'm broken right now, but there's absolutely nothing that will come in the way of the light and the joy that you have inside of me. Wash away all of this murk all of these expectations that try to plague me, all of these notions that I'm not good enough, that I should compare myself to another person. Because Lord, you are much more than that. And there is nothing that can stand in my way as long as I have you by my side, ready to help me through any problem that comes my way. Lord, we come to you in thanksgiving for the gift of your word, and we thank you for the help that you give us every single day when we face the trials and temptations sent by the devil. We ask through your most holy name that you guide us through these trials, through all that tries to plague us, and we thank you for the opportunity to reach out to you so that we may become more like you and then pass that love on to all the many people of this world 
that so desperately needed. Thank you for the opportunity to come to you in prayer and listen to your silent and still voice. We ask that you deliver us from all things because our strength is nothing compared to your might. We ask this through your most holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.